Welcome to the Wealth Academy podcast. This podcast helps you discover wealth is more than just money. It consists of several empowering components that make up wealth in your personal and business life. Now, here's your host, Paul Lawrence Good day, everyone. This is your host, Paul Lawrence Van, host of Wealth Academy podcast, and we welcome you to today's wonderful episode. And our guest today is the distinguished Steve Seibold. And uh, Steve is doing some amazing things. I want to welcome him in today. Steve, how are you doing? Good, Paul. Ah, fantastic, fantastic. I'm going to go through his bio, and he's going to talk to something that's really, really directly in our lane as it pertains to wealth. And I state as our mantra, wealth is more than just money. But Steve is a CSP, which is a certified speaking professional, and he's the author of countless books. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. And he has been featured on major TV networks in the U.S. as well as Canada. He's been in the Wall Street Journal, Fortune, Forbes, USA Today, and many others. I see him everywhere in social media as well. <laughs> so this entrepreneur is a self-made millionaire who has interviewed over 1,300 people and counting. And these are some of the world's wealthiest people. And he's done this over the past 36 years. And I, I met him, I had the fortune of meeting him going through speaking training, uh, the Bill Gov speech workshop. So uh, he's my coach and uh, we're gonna have a great time today. So Steve, welcome to the Wealth Academy podcast. And if you can share, what is the catalyst that led to you getting here as author of How Money Works, Stop Being a Sucker? I love that title, by the way. Oh, thanks. Yeah, we've had a lot of luck with the book, as you know. and. Uh... Uh, last year, 2020, it was number one personal sell, uh, best-selling finance, personal finance book in the country. So we're proud of that. And the, the way I got there was I, I've been, I've been a, a vendor to the financial services industry for about 20 years. So I've worked at companies like Merrill Lynch and Wells Fargo and Goldman Sachs and et cetera. And uh, one of the groups I worked with was the, is the, finan the financial marketing organization industry. Uh, which basically markets financial products. And so I, uh, I saw the change coming, you know, a few years ago, like a lot of people did in the speaking business. And I wanted to, uh, to get more into the, uh, the, the actual money side of the business. And uh, so I partnered with a gentleman named Tom Matthews, who's mm -hmm. uh, in my opinion, the gold standard of the industry. Absolutely. And we've been friends for a long time. Yeah. Great guy, brilliant guy. And uh, so we wrote this book and and the media just picked up on it. We've sold almost half a million copies in the first year that it's been out. So it's been real lucky. That, that is extraordinary. And I know it's making a difference in the lives of the readers and, and the audiences that you serve. So what is the central problem that your amazing book solves for readers, Steve? I know the title is How Money Works, but what is the central problem that it solves for the readers and the readership? Well, you know, this is what this is. I got, I was talking to the, the one of the top reporters at CNBC when the book first came out and I dealt with CNBC for, for so what's you know the same question you asked what you know why, why is this book different than all the financial books out there and the old joke with financial books is the only people that can understand them are financial people exactly and, you know they're very <laughs> difficult to understand and, yes. and I think they do that purposely and so we set out to write a book that a 14 year old kid could understand and then implement just the basics of personal finance and we're not teaching people how to trade derivatives on Wall Street sure just the basic the things they really need to know kind of like in school where yeah, you could take calculus, you could take trigonometry and all that, but you probably really just use addition, subtraction, multiplication, <laughs> division, you know. Absolutely. And I'm not sure why we studied all these things, but <laughs> these are the things they didn't they don't teach us in school. They still don't teach in school, not even college. Sure and 
if people implement these, these basic concepts, their financial life can literally change not overnight, but over a period of time. time. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, and that's my particular background as well, being a financial analyst and, and things such as that. And uh, of course, when you mentioned why they have trigonometry and everything, I'll tell that to my two teenage kids who are struggling right now. <laughs> oh, yeah, tough stuff. Yeah, I don't miss those days. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So thank, thank you for that. So we're in the middle of a pandemic and we didn't ask for it and we definitely don't deserve it. Uh, why is now the best time for people to purchase and invest in how money works, Steve? Well, just to educate themselves. I mean, mm -hmm. the, the, the truth is, Paul, and you know this, but a lot of people don't. The financial industry has been ripping the masses off for, for years. Years, you yes. Know? And they, and that's why they're the richest industry in the world. I mean, there's a reason that transparency is the enemy of the financial services industry. Mm -hmm. And so I think educating yourself so you know what you have, you know what you need, and you know how to, you know, you someday you can actually retire and be financially solvent and maybe even financially independent if you prepare properly. Uh, so that's that's why I think people should invest in their own education. And just this little book takes an hour to read. It doesn't take that long to implement with a financial professional, and uh, it can literally change people's lives. So we're hoping people will continue to, to do that. And I think that's a really great idea because when we look at it, things that are practical, it's not something that's no one can't learn, but it's a matter of whether they have the discipline and the commitment to it. And like you said, if we looked at just the young, young adults, the generation Z, uh, if they were to start saving money now, money they receive from their parents or part-time job, and they hold on to that for 20, 25 years, they can literally be a millionaire as well. Absolutely. Yeah. The power of compound, compound interest, interest. nothing like it. Mm -hmm. You know, when you say, when it works, when you save, it works in your favor, when you borrow, <laughs> it works against you. But uh, yeah, definitely. It's a very powerful concept. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was telling someone the other day, I said, well, uh, my parents came to me when I was 10 and they said, Hey, they, they have factory jobs. We want to start a community grocery store. I said, sure, let's do it. I think it's a great idea. And they said, you're in charge of it at the age of 10. And I, I never got paid, Steve. I was intern at the age of 10. Oh, wow. Yeah. Jeez, that's <laughs> tough. Yeah. yeah. I look at all the money I lost. <laughs> exactly. I gained so much knowledge, you know, from the business standpoint. So uh, that, that's just my story. So T Steve, take us behind the scene as it pertains to the different platforms that you've been on uh, in terms of promoting your book and sharing it with others and enlightening people. If you would do that for us, please. Yeah, we were really lucky. CNBC came out the first week and and, uh, and endorsed the book. They, they dissected the book, really mm -hmm. uh, seriously did a four page um, article on the book and that kicked off and ABC oh. News came out in New York came out the next the second week the book was out and called it an instant financial classic and so then everybody else picked up it just kind of went from there and AB so it's been endorsed by all the television networks Fox CNBC ABC NBC etc cetera, etc cetera. and so it's uh it's been featured all over all over the media and that's really helped drive a lot of the a lot of the the people to to buy the book I think and um and to hopefully implement what's in the book that's really what we didn't really write it just to sell copies. We wrote sure. it to get people to take action. And uh, we were hearing stories from all over the country because there's so many books out there now. Absolutely. Uh, it's exciting to see people make changes that they weren't going to make before. Absolutely. And when we look at the particular markets that you're selling it to, you, you're going into the schools now. Are the schools bringing it in as well? They were starting to in the beginning in January of uh, this time last year before the shutdown. So, uh, uh, that we were starting to get calls from schools and we're starting to, to, to talk about going into schools. And then of course, everything shut down. So it's right. it kind of, yeah, the media tour, we were in Texas doing a, doing a six city uh -huh. tour for the media. Um, I, Tom Matthews and myself, my co-author, uh -huh. and then everything, we talked to Fox news and they, we were about to be on in Fox news. And they said, uh, 
all the in-studio guests are now shut down. Go home, oh. you know? So now we've done, we did 109 interviews, television interviews for the book last year, wow. but almost all Very of them nice. were on Zoom. Yes. Yes. Crazy. It's a whole new world. Paul. It is. It is. We're, we're all on that uh, virtual platform and we're doing what we can do. Yeah. So, uh, and that's really where it's all going anyway. That's yeah. Going. It's, it's very efficient. I mean, I, I'm, yeah, very. as you know, flying all over the place doing these shows. Mm -hmm. yes. And I did them now for, um, you know, my, my house and like everybody else. And we did 109 television that's, interviews for one that's year. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. For If you're a celebrity, that that's that wouldn't be outrageous, but if you're a non-celebrity, it's, that's an incredible moment because it's, it's easy, it's simple and people are using it. Exactly. I think that's why they're endorsing it, frankly. Exactly. So. And here we are, we have $3.3 trillion of debt. And so we know our children uh, someday with me, the grandchildren, they're going to be paying this tax back. So uh, we're really up against the wall, but through what you're doing, if each family or each individual would, uh, become debt free and then start generating wealth, it would turn that 3 trillion back. It would turn it around because right. we're so uh, debt laden right now. Definitely, yeah, absolutely. So, absolutely. so uh, given that many people are re remote employees, they're laid off, they're receiving unemployment checks, they're receiving stimulus checks. Uh, what did you see on the horizon for the 11 million people who are unemployed right now? Uh, and of course, we know that uh, a lot of mortgage foreclosures are taking place. People are being sued because of their uh, the debt that they owe. They're being taken to court, even though we're in this pandemic. Evictions are, are kind of on the rise. What do you say to people today who are out there struggling and they really don't have an answer uh, as we move forward? Well, I was glad to see that in his uh, first day of office, Biden, uh, yeah. Biden, you know, extended the moratorium on evictions because you got mm -hmm. all these people getting kicked out of their homes. And Paul, what, where, oh, where yeah. do they go? Where do these people go? I mean, it's a, it's not their fault. It's a pandemic, sure. and yeah, you know, it's just a, it's a disaster. Mm -hmm. But I think I think long term to answer your question, I I think that one of the solutions is to turn to entrepreneurship. Yeah, because if the jobs aren't there, you create your own job basically, even if it's just a one person business. Sure. Um, I think people ought to look into that and kind of, because that way you're not, you're never going to lose that job. You can lose a customer, but you're not going to lose your, you know, your income. Exactly. So, yeah. I would turn to entrepreneurship. I think that's probably the best answer. Yeah. And part of it as well as build it around the pandemic itself, the people that need the mask, they need the hand solution, uh, the delivery, delivering food or uh, driving people around wherever they need to go. So if you build it around those, those most needed industries, it would in all likelihood work for an entrepreneur. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, I, I just, um, we, I'm in Georgia, Atlanta, we, we have Publix here as one of our big grocery stores. And I, I ordered all the, the groceries online the other day and it came sure. and it was a hundred dollar bill and uh, it cost me $10, paid the driver $10 and he was here in two hours. And I had to, it's, it's a great little you, business. I mean, you save, you save money, rich, but yeah, you say it saves time. Me time money and they make a few bucks and it may yeah. not make you rich, but at least you have a, you know, a place to, to earn, earn income that you're not going to lose. Hopefully. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then speaking of the new administration, of course, uh, they were installed yesterday, sworn in. And uh, I think the, the word that really comes to, to mind is the one of hope. Again, you know, a lot of people are experiencing things they never expected to experience. Uh, we're looking at uh, people who would never go back to work because many of those businesses are going to close. So what would you say to people today in terms of finding their financial footing? Well, I really would say, getting on a solid foundation moving forward. 
Yeah, well, I think one of the things is, is that, you know, to your point where the, the country's so far in debt, the taxes, no matter what administration, mm-hmm. you know, you're talking about the, the right or the left or whatever, sure. um, taxes have to go up. And of course, they will go up. And they're yeah. going to, I think they're going to go up substantially. Mm-hmm. So easing your tax burden, you know, understanding the tax system, the basics of it, sure. um, because <laughs> diving really deep <laughs> in the tax system is Absolutely. up. That's a, that's a rabbit hole you, that no one wants it's to go down, I don't think. A zoo. Yeah. But yeah, just the basics of it, no, learning how to reduce your tax burden. That's part of what we talk about in the How Money Works book is how to reduce your tax burden the way the wealthy do legally, completely legally by, you know, investing in certain things that, that don't have a, a, a that aren't taxed, you know, like exactly. money that goes inside that grows inside of an insurance contract. Sure. People have asked me for years, as you mentioned, I've been interviewing self-made millionaires for 36 years now, which is amazing, Paul, because I'm only 23, as you know. <laughs> that's what I said. That's, I couldn't figure those numbers <laughs> it's out. It's like a miracle, yeah. I'm 25 but, uh, for the fifth time. <laughs> I know, right? It's, uh, yeah. But, you know, it's people been asking me for all these years, why do rich people sure. have insurance? Why would they need it? Well, because they're taking advantage of the of the tax laws, which say that if you grow money inside of an insurance contract, sure. it grows tax-free and it comes out tax-free. Absolutely. People, I don't think really know that. That's why rich people have insurance contracts. Yeah. Yeah, you know, some and, of them extremely large because it's a, it's a way to, to reduce your tax burden. And yeah. I would start with that for entrepreneurship to make money, maybe, and then easing your tax burden because the more money you make, of course, taxes becomes your biggest bill. As you exactly, because I was doing research on that, and they basically said that you can start a bank through an insurance. You actually can. Yeah, that's a whole other subject oh. in itself. But yes, you can actually. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, yeah, absolutely. So that, uh, that's fantastic. So Steve, our interview is coming to a close and I would like to ask you, is there anything else that you'd like to share at this time? Well, I, you know, the only thing I would say, Paul, is from a financial standpoint, you know, if people educate themselves just in the basics, like we're sure. talking about, it doesn't have to be anything, you know, complicated in the, in the basic mm-hmm. financial principles, you know, like the time value of money and sure. things like the rule of 72, little to, mental yes. math dork that we mm-hmm. use. And, you know, things like that, um, they can really, they can really change, literally change over a period of, of several years, sure. their financial future. So there is, as you mentioned, you know, hope, there was a lot of hope, I think yesterday with yes. the new administrations, a fresh administration, new ideas and all mm-hmm. the rest. I think a lot of people feel hopeful with that. And I think they can feel the same way with their finances if they educate themselves. Correct. So if they hear something, someone's trying to sell them something that, that is not good for them, they'll know it up front. That's and then they can true. take action with a financial professional, get help from someone that knows what they're doing and uh, take action this year and change your financial life. Cause time, it's all about time. It's time, time so. and timing. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. But anyone can do it if they really, I think that's my message is a message of hope that anyone can really do this if they apply themselves. Uh, absolutely. I totally agree. And so Steve, thank you so much for being our honored guest today. And for the Wealth Academy podcast community, we really appreciate what you do. And I'm really encouraging everyone to go out to purchase How Money Works. And again, the subtitle, Stop Being a Sucker, because the big banks, big businesses, they are making a lot of money. They made a lot of money during this uh, pandemic, and they continue to do so. So thank you so much for being our guest. Thanks for having me, Paul. I appreciate it. Will do. And for the Wealth Academy podcast community, we thank you as well. I encourage you to go out to Amazon and purchase this book that Steve Sebold 
he wrote, co-wrote with Tom Matthews. And we really know that's going to make a difference in your life. And now is, is the time to do it because we're at the beginning of the year. The tax season is coming. Get ready and have a great year financially, and it will make a difference. So my time is up, and I thank you for yours. Get out there on Apple Podcasts and rate this episode. This is episode 67, and it's going to make a tremendous difference in your life. Have a great day, everyone. Thank and you I'll for see listening. You on the next You will episode. find the show notes for links to everything that was mentioned. You will find the show notes on my landing page. Subscribe to the Wealth Academy podcast. Rate or review the podcast on iTunes. Thank you.